Hello, and welcome to my podcast titled, What the Hell is a Vegan? Written and recorded by me, Caitlin Erickson. What the hell is a vegan? This is a question I literally get every day, along with other questions like, How do you get your protein? Are you actually saving any animals? What do you even eat? Grass? That's exactly why I want to make this podcast. Many people don't understand what a vegan is, or they just don't care. Whether you care or not, I'm still going to explain it. (laughs) A vegan lifestyle is a sort of new trend or fad that's been circling the globe. I usually have issues with hopping on trends, but you can't really go wrong with this one. Protests and rallies have been popping up around the world to advocate for a vegan lifestyle. But in order to understand why veganism is important, we need to look at exactly what a vegan is and what motivates them to become a vegan in the first place. In this podcast, I'll be explaining first what a vegan is and all the different types of vegans there are, and then the three main motivators that change someone's mind into becoming a vegan, which is personal health, environmental health, and ethical issues. The important thing to remember when listening to this podcast is that no matter what kind of vegan someone is or why they chose to be vegan, they are still benefiting in so many ways because of this lifestyle. Alright, let's start with what the hell a vegan is. As mentioned before, not many people know the difference between a vegan and a vegetarian, so allow me to explain. A vegetarian is someone who solely tries to avoid the consumption of meat and meat products. Now, a vegan is a little bit more complex. An article put out by Healthline called What is a Vegan and What Do Vegans Eat by Alina Petrie gives us a definition of a vegan by saying, and I quote, Veganism is currently defined as a way of living that attempts to exclude all forms of animal exploitation and cruelty be it from food, clothing, and other purpose, close quote. Vegans try to avoid animal products in general. This could mean not eating meat, dairy, honey, animal fats, but it could also mean not using lotions or makeups with animal products, not using leather, and basically trying to avoid any consumption or use of animal products whatsoever. This is where the different types of vegans come into play, and when I say that, like different types of vegans, I mean that each vegan has their own preference for how far they want to take their lifestyle. For example, as a vegan myself, I prefer not to eat honey, but there are several other types of vegans that do consume honey. It really just depends on the person. When it comes to diets especially, there are many names for the way that one certain vegan can eat. The article previously mentioned gives a great list for these vegans starting from dietary vegans, whole food vegans, junk food vegans, raw food vegans, and low-fat raw food vegans. I am personally a junk food vegan, (laughs) meaning I'll eat cookies and snacks all day long instead of eating salads like most people assume. Each type of vegan has a different set of rules for the type of foods they consume, However, while all these vegans go about their diets and lifestyles in a different way, it is safe to say that the overall goal of a vegan is to avoid animal products as much as possible. When it comes to the motives behind a person switching to a vegan diet and lifestyle, 
it boils down to three main factors that I mentioned at the beginning of the podcast. And those factors are ethics, physical health, and environmental health. First, I'll explain the physical health factor of a vegan diet and lifestyle. In an article called Characteristics of Americans Choosing Vegetarian and Vegan Diets for Health Reasons, a research study was conducted by a team out of Australia and Germany that surveyed the health benefits of a vegan diet. After the study was finished, it was concluded that 75.4% reported becoming vegan for general wellness and general disease prevention, 78.4% reported a vegan diet to motivate them to eat healthier, 68.3% led to a sense of control over their health, and 59% reported a vegan diet helping a great deal with specific health issues. A vegan diet is also growing among athletes because of the similar health benefits and how it's affecting performance in sports. A documentary on Netflix came out called Game Changers in 2019 that outlines the three motives I explained earlier about a vegan diet, but the main purpose is to focus on physical benefits of a vegan diet. Last year when the documentary came out, I watched it and it was the motivating factor for me becoming vegan myself. If you look at the Game Changers website, a link called The Plant-Based Advantage covers a few of the benefits that a vegan diet has on the body, including optimum fuel, increased blood flow, improved muscle efficiency, and reduced inflammation. Unlike most diets, Game Changers explains how a vegan diet focuses on carbs as the main source of energy. On the page titled Plant-Based Advantage, it says, and I'm quoting here, Carbohydrates, which come almost exclusively from plants, also provide our brain with its primary and preferred fuel, glucose, which helps us stay sharp and focuses during intense training sessions and competitions, close quote. It continues to say that other diets may focus on low-fat, high-protein, low-carbs, and a huge range of macro manipulation, but the vegan diet focuses on plant-based carbs to fuel athletes, as well as someone just trying to make it through the day at work. The second factor that is extremely important in motivating a person to become a vegan is the environmental health factor. A lot of people are choosing to become a vegan because of the ongoing threat of climate change. PETA put out an article called 35 Mind-Shattering Facts Linking Factory Farming to Climate Change that goes over several facts explaining how factory farming contributes to environmental disaster and climate change. This article explains how the production of meat, dairy, and other animal products is one of the leading causes of deforestation, decrease in freshwater, as well as the contamination of freshwater, emissions of carbon dioxide into the atmosphere, and many other detrimental effects to the environment. The consumption and use of animal products is not only using up much of the Earth's natural resource, but also polluting the resources that we need to survive. Another article put out by PETA titled Veganism and the Environment explains more about the type of pollution and the use of natural resources through animal agriculture and factory farming. One section in the article says, and I'm quoting, Raising animals for food requires massive amounts of land, food, energy, and water. The byproducts of animal agriculture pollute our air and our waterways. By shunning animal products, vegans are de facto environmentalists. Close quote. This just goes to show 
how a vegan lifestyle and diet deny the consumption and use of animal products that are causing harm to the environment. By doing this, the animal agriculture and factory farming corporations sell smaller amounts of animal products and it slowly decreases the amount of pollution and resources being used up by these industries. The last factor that motivates a person to become a vegan that I'm going to cover in this podcast is ethical issues of consuming or using animal products. When you think about ethical issues that relate to veganism, words like speciesism, animal rights, cruelty-free, and others will always come up in the discussion. An article called Motives of Consumers Following a Vegan Diet and Their Attitudes Towards Animal Agriculture explains a research study done by a team out of Germany that asked a diverse group of people about their motives in following a vegan diet. The study was a survey asking 329 vegans coming out of a vegan market store about their motives in choosing to live a vegan lifestyle. It was found after the study that 89.7% of the respondents chose a vegan diet based on animal cruelty and ethics standpoints. As documentaries, YouTube videos, and other forms of news come out that leak the process of animal agriculture and factory farming, a trend of vegan diets have been increasing throughout the world. These videos and other sources of information that explain the cruel circumstances uncover the truth of the food industry and drive people towards a vegan diet and lifestyle. Animals are exploited in so many ways, and it's understandable that ethics would be an issue. An article written by Animal Ethics called Exploitation of Cows, Calves, and Steers explains the many ways in which just one type of animal is treated in animal agriculture and factory farming. This article explains how a cow is artificially inseminated, has their calf taken away from them right after birth, chemically injected to produce up to six times as much milk as a calf would need, and then milked until their bodies can't handle it anymore. And this is just one example of many that one could argue when it comes to ethics and veganism. Another word that comes up is speciesism. Oxnard Languages Dictionary defines speciesism as the assumption of human superiority leading to the exploitation of animals. But it could also mean treating one species of animals superior to another. And this topic is brought up when you're arguing about how humans will have a dog as a pet whom they love and care for, while allowing a cow or a pig to suffer in a factory for, the, for their consumption. As a vegan, I have seen many opposing views of my lifestyle firsthand. People as close to me as my own family members have challenged this lifestyle choice from the moment I made the switch to become a vegan. My own mother said it was just a phase when I told her I'm not eating animals anymore. Some of the top comments and questions I receive by people who are opposed veganism or just don't understand it are, one, animals were put on this earth for humans to eat. Two, as mentioned at the beginning of the podcast, where do you get your protein? Three, you must eat salads all the time. Four, we need animals to survive. And five, why do we have canine teeth if we weren't supposed to eat? meat. And these are just a few out of the many opposing statements and interrogatory questions a vegan may receive, and the answers are so simple. If someone says that animals were put on this earth for humans to eat, that's their personal opinion, and if it fits into their lifestyle, that's their choice. Personally, 
I believe most vegans would agree with me on this. I think animals were put on this earth to coexist with humans and live out their lives just as we live out our own. As for protein, protein is received through many different plants, ranging from beans to nuts to quinoa and so much in between, which also means that vegans don't always just eat salads. There are over 200,000 species of edible plants that humans can safely consume, and not all of them are solely grown to be an ingredient in a salad. Humans also don't need to eat animals to survive. There are hundreds of thousands of people choosing to eat a vegan lifestyle that are surviving quite well. I should know, I'm one of them. In terms of canine teeth in humans, a blog written by Ashley Caps called Nine Reasons Your Canine Teeth Don't Make You a Meat Eater explain how there are several other biological reasons why humans have canine teeth, and it also shows different herbivores that have canine teeth, but don't eat meat at all. Animals such as gorillas, hippos, camels, and others have canine teeth and have a logical need for eating another animal. All of this is just further evidence showing that humans don't need to eat or consume animal products. However, if someone opposes that, it's their personal opinion whether to live a vegan lifestyle or not. I'm not sure why people get so upset about it either. Like, who are we hurting? <laughs> As we can now see, a vegan can be much more complex than most people realize. If you have genuine questions about it, it's much easier just to ask rather than assume. I can personally attest to all of this data that I've talked about in this podcast. I've been a vegan for a little over a year now, and I can easily say it's one of the best decisions I've ever made because of the benefits I'm gaining from it. Even if I only became a vegan because of watching the Game Changers documentary, I'm still experiencing all the benefits from the other two factors that I explained. Meaning, I feel like I'm helping the environment as well as not contributing to the mass murder of animals, which I would say is a plus. So, overall, the purpose of being a vegan is simple. It is to avoid animal products and create a world that is as happy and healthy as possible, but not only for humans, but all species of animals. I know many people may say, I could never be a vegan, but why not give it a try? Try it for a week or even a day and see what happens and how you feel. If it's not for you, then that's totally fine. But if it is, then congratulations. Join the squad. <laughs> Thank you for listening.